You're listening to The Tech Box. Hello there and welcome to episode 42 of The Tech Box. I'm James Honeyball and I'm joined today by Richard Yates. How are you doing, Richard? Good morning, James. Well, fighting my technology as we've just found for the last half an hour. <laughs> yeah, but I think we're uh, I think we're up and running now, which is good. Hope so. Yeah, with a bit of luck anyway. So, good morning to you. Are you well? I am not too bad. I'm just at the uh, far end of a cold, but mm. uh, I'm alive. I'm kicking, so uh, I should be all right. How about yourself? Not too bad. The right the right end of a cold to be, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely yeah, yeah. preferable to the beginning. I'm all right. I've, I've had a, a rather interesting couple of weeks, but we'll perhaps get on to a bit of that in due course um yeah i mean doing doing one or two new things which has been uh challenging and interesting so i can't okay. complain about that sounds exciting is yeah. this one or two new things that involves the world of tech or just one or two uh, new things in uh no 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 well not really no it's no, no it's it's more trying to teach an old dog new tricks at the moment so um we'll see how that one goes but um yeah there's a little bit of tech in this so we could we could we could start with that if you like i mean yeah, let's do that let's then. I'm, that. I'm intrigued. Okay, well, uh, I think I probably have mentioned before on the show that uh, unfortunately I think to be inherited um, arthritis from my grandmother, uh, and indeed early onset arthritis, which I could do without if I'm absolutely honest. Um, and that so, sounds worse than a cold. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's unfortunately it's in my feet, which which is a problem because it, it's messing my mobility around, um, and that means that the weight gets messed around, and I wasn't exactly thin to start with. Um, so I've been doing the rounds of various hospitals and doctors, and and I, I had so many X-rays on my legs last week. I think they glowed in the dark. Um, but I had quite a long chat with one of the consultants who said, "Well, the best way of dealing with this is is to actually do non-weight bearing exercise." Now, um, I can perhaps confess to this point that uh, until about three weeks ago. Uh, I haven't been in a gym as an adult, and I'm now 58. So yeah. it was a pretty big mental thing for me. But I went and joined a gym. Um, and congratulations! Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's funny. You know, I think they get their advertising all wrong because you look at all the advertising of these things, and it's you know bronzed young fit things. Whereas actually, yeah. you turn up, and at least half the people there are decrepit like me and trying to do something about it. Yeah, so, that's so, a good point, actually. Yeah. The advertising are wrong. So, so I've been down there, and I've been. Uh, they basically put me on an induction course, finding things I can do that don't stress the joints that are already a bit damaged. In you know, an attempt to to build up the muscles around those joints and and make them work a bit longer before worse is needed, which I'm trying not to think about. Um, so I've been down going down the gym, and I've all sorts of exciting things like recumbent cycling machines, of which I'd never heard. Um, and I've been doing a few weights, and I've been swimming, and Actually, if I'm absolutely honest, I was absolutely terrified the whole thing. Um, but I've got to the point now where I'm actually to, I'm actually at a fairly crucial point now because now uh, I've come to the end of all the uh, induction sessions. They've, yeah. they've given me a, a program of works, and I have a session at the end of August, uh, and then we see how I've been getting on. So it's down to me now, which is um, yeah, that's a bit of a big, big. It's a big mental thing actually. I mean, if you've not been in a gym. You know, it's it's quite it's quite challenging. If I'm honest, I know what you mean. I mean, even I started going to the gym later in life, in inverted commas, but for for me that was probably sort of thirty. So not as late as me. <laughs> yeah, and um, it is intimidating. Yeah. It is a very intimidating setup that they have, and um, only after you've been a few times do you do you sort of get into the secret of it. The secret being that there's nothing particularly special about it, and you don't have to be particularly trained to use any of the bits of kit or anything you just sort of go for it on everything uh, yeah. but until you actually know that and you've been a few times it is it is a highly intimidating space definitely i mean i mean the honest truth is that i've been overweight since i was a child under 10 certainly um and i had absolute hell at school because i got picked on because i was the one who couldn't do this and couldn't do that the teachers didn't help at all on that school and and i couldn't wait to get away from the games and gym arena as soon as i had the first chance which of course yeah i, I probably i think i can remember thinking at the time i hope i don't regret this which i, I suppose in a way i am, am now but um on the other hand you can only start with what you've you've got so so i literally when i when i made my mind up i was going to do this um 
I, I literally thought, yeah, I've really got to do this and pick the phone up and, and made an appointment to go down there and then because I thought if I sit and think about this, this is going to get bigger. But even so, my palms were sweaty, my hands were very slightly wobbly and all the, yeah. time, all the time I was thinking, this is stupid, nobody's made you come here and the people here you know, want to help you. But anyway, the relevance of this to tech is I've been really disappointed by the, by the Apple Watch. Um, because, like, for example, on Thursday, I went down to the gym and actually had a, an, an extra long session there because they showed me how to use a load of equipment and then I spent an hour using it. Um, and, and at the end of all this, you know, I get, I get I get I got home fairly tired, it must be admitted, because that's the other problem with taking up exercise when you really haven't done very much is I think there's a, a, a certain steep climb to start with um, partly because you don't believe it but partly because your muscles are so unused to it they moan like hell about it yeah um and i get home and i get this the apple watch flashes up you're well behind your usual exercise for the day you need to take a 23 minute walk and i'm thinking this is crazy i've been down the gym for an hour so so i then started exploring uh, the apple watch and i must confess i still don't absolutely know what it can and can't do about training sessions i mean it, it seems to me that it doesn't actually record workouts at all unless you tell it to record a workout. Well, that's that's not my experience with it. I'm surprised yeah. that it... I mean, obviously, you were wearing it in the gym. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for example, in, indoor cycle is uh, is uh, one of the options it's got in there. Okay, so I it suppose, should at least detect that your heart rate has gone up at this point. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm dead already. But, like, the indoor cycle, I did 20 minutes on an indoor bike on, on the, uh, Thursday, which didn't register at all. Um uh, what else we got? You know, I haven't tried to cross training yet. I'm not that brave just yet. But like quite a lot of these things, um, it just it just never seems to activate. I mean, I'm interested to see does pool swimming because I'm tr- I'm also a truly rubbish swimmer. One of the things that um, I did two weeks ago was the first time I'd been in a swimming pool for four, for thirty four years. I think it, we, we worked it out. Wow. Close. Okay. Um, and I hadn't realised that I could keep this watch on in the pool, so I, so I actually took it off. But it, it seems that you can you can measure something in the pool. But but the thing is, I can't. Uh, am I right in thinking you actually have to manually say, right now I'm going to do this and set it off? No. So there's two things. So I I have a a walk to work, which is not long. It's probably ten fifteen minutes from the car park to the office. And by the time, just about by the time I get to the office, it sort of has worked out that I'm sort of having a brisk walk. And it pops up on the phone and it says, are you having a little walk? Yeah. And I say yes. And then not too long after that, I sort of sit down and start working. And it pops up and it says, have you finished your work, your walk? Unfortunately, I hadn't finished You're my work, work no. at that point. Be nice. Um, yeah. And I say, uh, yes, I've finished my walk now. And um, it goes away and presumably records it. And another one, which is quite interesting and quite clever i think is that if i go on the rowing machine in the gym mm-hmm. uh, and i go on the rowing machine because i find that the most difficult machine in the gym yeah so I, 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 fought, I didn't try that just yet. yeah <laughs> i so don't I bend in the middle enough anyway i force myself to go on that because it is uh, i find it really difficult anyway after sort of uh, you know eight minutes on that it well as i'm coming off it actually it's it pops up and it says are you you know doing a, a rowing exercise and i say yes and then, obviously, I, again, I forget about it. And then a couple of minutes later, it says, oh, no, hang on. I've worked out that you've actually finished that now. And I say, yes, I've finished it. So it does all these things. And it seems to pick up walking, running, Ooh. and the rowing machine. But those are the only three things, I think, that I could expect it to pick up. My only thought is, if you're cycling, I suppose the hand is right next to the... Well, it's clasped to the handlebar, and therefore it's not moving, and therefore it's not got anything to, to yeah. go from. It's got no cues, apart from presumably your heart rate is sort of going through the roof at this point. Yeah, because what they've told me to do is this is an ideal heart rate to work up to over a certain period of time. This is the amount of, of revolutions I've been in. I mean, just looking at it, there's a setting for indoor cycle on it, um, and, and my guess is you have to set it off, and then it then it will actually record it. So maybe it's a case of I've got to learn to use the thing properly. But, maybe. but which, but, one have, which one have you got? Because I know I've got the Series 1, one, I think, and it's a, it's all a bit slow and clunky, but it does a, work. It's a series three, so it, it ought okay, to be so that okay. should be quicker, shouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I think I'm just gonna have to experiment and tell it, but uh, but I was really I was really quite sort of ah because I you know I'd, I'd had a, a go on some weights, I'd had a go on the exercise bike, uh, I'd done something else as well. I can't remember what it was, but I was I was feeling all sort of yeah, this is all right. You can yeah. you can do this. <laughs> it comes up and says you're well behind your normal exercise, yeah. and you sort of think. Well, that's a bit demotivating, really, isn't it? That's odd. Um, so, so that was my that was my first thing, and the second thing is, I mean, it appears that it must be capable of going in in the pool and 
swimming now it has to be said whether i'm capable of going in the pool and swimming is a slightly moot point at the moment i can i can do the actions but i don't seem to go forwards very fast um but nonetheless um it would be kind of nice to record that but i'm, I'm kind of a bit worried about taking a 300 pound watch in a, in a swimming pool um so i don't know have you have you tried your apple watch in the pool occasionally i'll forget to take it off going into the shower mm. But I don't swim that much at the moment, yeah. so, so, so I probably wouldn't swim with it. I don't. I think my one isn't quite swim worthy. I think that it was the later ones where um, it, they were sort of water resistant enough to go swimming with. I think that might be maybe. I thought it was actually just the four, but maybe it's the three onwards. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to have a little look and see about that one. I mean, I mean, you know, I don't really want to drown it. That's that's a, a good excuse for getting a new Apple Watch, but it's probably not a very sensible one. Well, I've um, been I've been impressed with mine in terms of how it does capture the workout. So, because it's really slow, I'm actually quite keen to get the next generation uh, watch. If if the if the new one comes out this year, I'll be sorely tempted to jump on it. To be honest, well, to be honest, I've got two Apple Watches because I've got uh, the the three, which is what I've been taking down the gym, um, which I wear overnight because i use it for tracking my heart when i'm asleep because i i, 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 don't, I don't it seems since he grabbing wood have a major heart issue but uh, there are a couple of things i have time to look out for but i got the four for the um uh oh god the uh atrial fibrillation checker uh which actually works remarkably well but i wear that one in the day and, I, and, and so I, I thought i will take the uh, Take the other one down to the pool, not not to, not this one. Um, okay, um, but I, I'd better check that out before I before I go in. If you think the three might not, uh, well, the, be I've just looked at the available workouts in my menu, and I haven't got swimming in there. So, yeah. if you've got swimming in there, I would probably assume that means it's okay for it. Yeah, you'd kind of hope so, wouldn't you? I mean, I suppose the person we really ought to ask is Dave, isn't it? I mean, do, yeah. do you still get the updates on when Dave's done a workout? Yeah, I get notified about 9am that he's completed a few marathons. Yeah. The other day, I was getting up to make a cup of tea in the morning, and he, and he came through, Dave has completed three workouts. And it's like so demoralising, Dave. If, you, if you're listening to this, you... You, you need you, to slow down. Get, yeah, well, I mean, I think Dave's record is something like five workouts in a day. Well, I think that's... Um, yeah, it's very commendable, but it's a bit, a bit intimidating if you're a, a fat old man like me. But there it we is are. a little bit. I have to say that I have turned those notifications off now, so I yeah. don't uh, get told when everyone else is um, doing a workout or anything like that. Yeah, I think it probably is a good idea. As I, I think, especially as somebody new to the gym, it's uh, it's just going to be a bit intimidating. But no, full full credit to Dave. I have to say, I'm really impressed. Um, and uh, he, he seems to think that so many uh, workouts, it just isn't true. I think yeah. this is. I think this is the Apple Watch's niche, though, isn't it? Because I don't use it for anything really, apart from telling the time and recording health information. I've turned. I, I, okay, so it is set up for notification, but I don't use it as like trying to do any apps on it or anything like that. You know, I think, um, and I think that the Apple are kind of recognising that. And they're not really pushing that so much, are they? It's just. Uh, it's there for fitness, it's there for notifications, and, and that's all there is to it, really. I, I'm very interested. I deliberately haven't put the uh, the beta Apple Watch software on it, but I'm very interested to see that they appear to be making it far more independent of the phone because, I've said before, there are the occasions when I feel that the Apple Watch is what keeps me tied to an iPhone, although increasingly the security issues keep me tied to an iPhone as well. Um, but it, it, it does look like they're going to make it a bit more independent, and what would be really nice is if it would work with an Android, and I suppose from their point of view, that's a double-edged sword, isn't it? They probably could sell quite a lot to people using Android if it worked with Android, but they'd be worried about losing iPhone sales. But Yeah, I've not really seen Apple embrace that. I mean, that seems no. like a valid strategy. I'm not saying it's a, the right strategy or the wrong strategy, but it's a strategy that Apple seems to be very resistant to. They yeah, they made yeah. a big song and dance about FaceTime and um, iMessage going cross-platform, and that never happened. And really, the only is it the pretty much the only thing that's gone cross cross-platform to any degree is uh, Apple Music. Apple Music, yeah. yeah. And the Apple Video stuff, you know, like Apple Plus, they're starting to make noises about. They've put it on to compete. Well, I say competing TVs because Apple doesn't have a tv but they've started licensing that out to sort of samsung tvs lg tvs and all that sort of stuff but generally apple doesn't seem to be in the mood to make stuff compatible with android unless it has to so if they make the watch compatible with android that would be a huge step i think i i, I agree and i think you're right i think it's unlikely to happen and to be honest i think that 
I, I get to every, I get to this time every year, and I think, oh well, I'm getting a bit fed up with this iPhone. I, I'm not actually terribly fed up with the Tennis uh, Max. Um, I, I I still think that I made a mistake and should have stuck with the slightly smaller size. I, I had. Now, you know, I had the um, 6S Plus, the 7 Plus, the 8 Plus. So there was a bit of me thought this is the natural thing to go back to the larger size after the iPhone X. Yeah. But, but if anything, to be honest, I slightly missed the slightly smaller size. Oh, great news. I've just had a text message from EE. Just to let you know, we have a problem near your home which may be affecting service in the area. There's going to be an awful lot of those of late. Maybe they're going to sort out something so it actually works for more than a week at a time. Um, yeah, so it, it, I think that's probably um, probably you're right. That is the Apple Watch's niche. It, it, uh, I mean, I've tried lots of these smart watches. I've got a uh, Galaxy Watch and um, Huawei Watch, and they all have their strong points. But I always come back to the Apple Watch because it seems to offer... It, it's like everything else, uh, everything else Apple, isn't it? It may not necessarily be the best in one particular area but overall it's best in more and i think uh, the apple watch is the same sort of thing it's what it does is extremely good there may be one or two things you might like to change about it but they're not really big enough to walk away from it and i think that's that's it that's its forte that's its place in the market and and, and you can kind of tell how successful it's been from the uh, numbers that have been sold of that one compared with the numbers that have been sold of other smart watches yeah no i think it I think it looks pretty smart as well. I know it's fairly, fairly sort of square and boring, but I think it looks better than most of the uh, watches that try and make a bit of a statement with uh, the design. They always look a little bit garish and plasticky to me. Yeah, I think that's right. The, the Galaxy Watch is a nice watch. That that looks quite nice, I think. Um, and and I I certainly quite like to try a, a circular uh, Apple Watch, but it, it doesn't bother me really. I mean, my my wife. Um, Really wasn't very keen on the Apple Watch when she first saw it. Oh, it's big and clunky, but but she she's totally addicted to it as well now. Uh, she's, okay, presumably she's on the smaller one. Yeah, she's got the uh, thirty-eight millimeter uh, series three, I think. Um, yeah, I think it's series three. And and uh, her her having having sort of insisted on having a smaller one, she now says next one she wants a bigger one. Um, so it's just a case of what you get used to, isn't it? But, well, that's uh, interesting for her because I think that the later generations the smaller size that they do is bigger than the 38 isn't it yeah. so that should work out quite nicely should do i think yeah uh i mean it it's yeah it, it, it's in many ways i think it's really under understated just how good the apple watch is i think the problem is unless you use an iphone you don't really get to understand how good it is it's it's a bit it's a bit like uh when uh, i i hear the occasional other podcasts people talking about face id on say a a Huawei or a Samsung, as if it's the same as Face ID on an iPhone. And it absolutely categorically isn't, but unless you try it and use it, you're never going to realise that. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I use all of the Face Unlocks, but they're yeah. not Face IDs, are they? No, they're not. They're, no, exactly. They're not Face ID, whereas Face ID really is quite something, I think. Yeah. So it's there we when, go. You're, when you're sat in the dark and you get your iPhone out and it unlocks yeah that you realize that there is a big difference yeah exactly and it's the fact that the banks will allow you to authorize payments with face id and they yeah, certainly yeah. won't with face unlock so yeah i think as per usual apple does enough to keep keep me in there even if i might wish there were one or two changes i um well we've 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 now now veered off into next iphone territory briefly but it does look as though they might possibly have a a, a really quite something camera on there um i mean when you hear that apple has 800 people just working on the camera on the iphone and you think what what that resource is compared with some of the smaller manufacturers it it, it ought to be capable of producing a, a stunning camera and let's face it it's, it has produced a camera that produces very nice shots as it is yeah so yeah. well, the, well the news the recent news that they bought intel's modem business that i think we all yeah. sort of expected to happen well, that's 2200 people so you can see the sort of sort of numbers of people that are involved in each of these uh, components of a phone. You know, you yeah. need, need twenty two hundred on the modem, eight hundred on the camera. You know, presumably several hundred in each other little tiny area. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and Apple, of course, has the funds and the resources to do that. Um, it's interesting. I mean, we've talked about security recently, haven't we? And 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 certainly reading some of the stuff that's happened and some of the stuff that happened to me. I'm increasingly sort of coming to the view that it's difficult to have. I mean, I, I used to, for example, have um, an authenticator app on which on, on pretty much all of my phones, so that whichever one I got with me, I could authenticate my way into things. But latterly, I, I haven't. 
I haven't done that. I've started taking things off uh, and just having them on one or perhaps two phones, which basically means I always take at least least one of those two phones with me, and, and I'm I'm careful to switch the other one off before I go out if that's happening. Uh, there's a bit of me wonders actually whether the next iPhone might well be the phone that becomes the phone I permanently carry with me, and I. Uh, slightly reduce the fl- the fleet of surplus phones I have lying around uh, because I can't resist a new toy, especially if it has a good camera on it. If the if the if the next iPhone camera is good enough, um, I think I'll probably just go down to two phones. That 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 in itself to me is uh, probably slightly extravagant, but then that's my hobby. Um, yeah, but they they certainly stand a chance of producing a phone that's nearly perfect for me in September, and so I'm I'm really quite looking forward to it. Yeah, I think that's my theory on it. Exactly, to be honest, is mm. that uh, they get the wide-angle camera on there, they notch, you know, take every other little bit and bob up an iterative notch, and uh, I think we're pretty much there for me. So, yeah, I'm re- I am uh, genuinely looking forward to this, even though I'm conscious that it's uh, like the likelihood is it's not going to be a new design, it's just going to be a, a sort of tweak on the current design, but I'm happy with that, you know. Uh, my only slight problem with the uh, X is that it's a tiny bit heavy and it's a tiny bit uh it's a tiny bit big because i'm i'm into carrying around the small phones at the moment so i'm carrying around the pixel 3 normal as my main phone uh, and i have previously up to that point been carrying around the s10e as my main phone and uh both of those are kind of lighter and smaller than the x and it makes it it does make a little bit of a difference you, you're definitely into small phones well, okay we go back to the gym if that come back full circle so now I'm not going to be uh, working with an instructor. I, I definitely think I need to, to get some, some music to keep me entertained or something. And, and that implies two things, doesn't it? It implies uh, something by way of headphones and something by way of a phone. And I'm, I'm assuming that I want a, a relatively cheap phone because uh, I don't really want to have, run the risk of dropping, mangling or accidentally leaving behind an expensive phone. Um, but also one with decent audio uh, and, and some headphones. So come on, what recommendations have you got? And then I'll tell you what I've got lying around that might fit the bill. Okay, so I now just use my phone as my device to play music in the gym and to play podcasts in the gym oh you've just removed one excuse get going then so i find that the watch did i say watch or phone anyway yeah, you, the what yeah you said you said phone but that's all right yeah uh so obviously i meant watch so i take uh i just use my watch so the apple watch has got reasonable um sort of integration of the apple podcasts app mm. so if a, a new podcast has arrived and you, you have to be a little bit patient with it i mean if a, if a new podcast arrives halfway through the day it doesn't immediately appear on your watch or it doesn't appear on my watch because I think it's mine's uh, obviously got lower power and everything so you have to kind of wait overnight for things like the podcasts and the music to get updated mm-hmm. but um, yeah there's always a relatively recent podcast to listen to on there and then there's whichever music playlist you've happened to have uh, identified or even just the last couple of uh, for me, because I'm on um, iTunes Match, it's the last couple of albums that I've actually uploaded to iCloud will appear on the watch as well. So it's ah, quite ah. nicely integrated. Now that's interesting because I, I use Spotify and I, and I was assuming that I could really only sort of take stuff from Apple Music and put it on the, the uh, watch. So, uh, But I do have iTunes Match. So uh, I should have to have a look and see what, what music is lurking on my watch. I can do, do this whilst we're talking, I guess. I won't tell you what it is because it'll be just so horrendous for you. Oh, no, I think that's part of the entertainment. We need to know uh, which <laughs> oh, yes. albums have made their Cho- way on there. Choose where to play audio, Richard's AirPods. This is impressive. I'm, I'm, this is, I mean, this is a good example of something I haven't played with. Um, what have we got on here? We've got um, a fairly reasonable range. We've got some um, some Super Tramp. Uh, oh, yeah. A bit of Gary Newman. Uh, okay, yeah. Then we've got some Jean-Michel Jarre, some Queen. Oh, uh, this is cutting-edge stuff. Uh, not really. Um, uh, uh, yes, there we are. And, and then uh, we've got some... Um, some Icelandic, uh, which uh, which might be a little bit more confusing, I guess. Um, so yeah, yes, okay. So there's some music on there, and I can just uh, play that through the AirPods. Job done. Don't need a phone with me, do I? If your AirPods are in the mood to stay in your ears, which they're not for me, but if they are for you, then that's the perfect solution, I think. Usually, usually AirPods stay in my ears fine, but I, I can I can see that if I'm doing something that involves anything terribly strenuous, probably something uh, that. that He's actually rather more firmly anchored. So presumably you've got over-the-ear headphones. Yeah, I've got these sort of Plantronics gym 
headphones, these Bluetooth gym headphones, mm. and they are pretty good. They sound okay, and they grip my head fairly securely. Um, and I think uh, I was quite annoyed by that at first. I thought well, they're a bit, um, they've got a bit of a pincer grip on my head. But actually, when you're sort of in various angles around the gym, uh, you can tell that it's if they were any less grippy on your head, they'd fall off. So um, <laughs> it wouldn't work very well, would it? Yeah. So these these Plantronic uh, gym headphones are are pretty good, and paired with the Apple Watch, it's a it's a usable solution for me. Okay, so I, I mean, you know, I was looking at uh, um, various Bluetooth headphones, including including the so the so called wireless headphones that have a wire between the two halves. That really does make me laugh. Um, it, maybe it's just me, but it strikes to me a, a bit of a, a a bit of a beating up of the English language. What wireless wireless headphones? But they've got a cable between the two of them. That's not what that's not wireless, is it? It's not plugged in. But you know, I just think that um, wireless means the cable between the uh, phone or iPod. And the headphones, rather than the two halves of the headphone. Actually, I mean, there's another issue there, isn't there? I mean, one of the um, the the recumbent bicycle machine at the place I'm going to has a something like 18 channels of television, but the only way you can hear them is by plugging a cable in. So I really want some headphones with a cable that's detachable, I suppose. Uh, but I, I'm just going to sort of watch what other people are using and, and see if I can try something like that. I think that's probably the probably the easiest plan. But um, but meanwhile, I bought some of those uh, Sound Peats ones that were on offer in the the sale the other day although in my case i bought them three days before the sale so i didn't actually get to see the benefit but um they weren't very expensive 28 pounds but they're they're in-ear ones and i'm really not a fan of in-ear headphones so i thought well i'll i'll i'm willing to have a go at that and we'll see how it goes they're quite they, the sound's quite good i'll give them that so yeah i've got those as well and they i find that they are impressive for giving you airpod type functionality mm within the limitations of the current Bluetooth spec, you know. Yeah. So they don't have the advantage of the W1 chip or the H1 chip or whichever chip is uh, in the latest AirPods. But so it's little things like you pair to one if you take it out on its own. If you take the other one out on its own, you pair separately to that. And it kind of sort of makes its... It eventually kind of works depending on which one you've taken out first or the rest of it. So it's all a little bit clunky, but it, it does seem to get there in the end. To be honest, I probably would use only one most of the time anyway. I, I, I'm really not very happy about completely excluding the outside world. Uh, it, it it works badly for me because I've got a bit of tinnitus. And also, I just kind of feel, well, it's a lot easier if you can actually hear what's going on, the ambient noise. You you kind of know where you are. But as as you'll gather, James, this has been a, a whole new world to me. Um, yeah. And... Uh, yeah, you know, I, I sat in the pool the other day after after I'd been up and down it a couple of times in a very inefficient fashion, and uh, and I was quite out of breath. But I did at least sit there and think, yeah, this is this beats working. I could be you know doing tax computations now, so maybe there's hope for me yet. Yeah, you need to get to the point where you're sort of swimming in exotic locations like through rivers and uh, in the sea. I don't think you're going to get any chance of me turning into Bear Grylls any time. No. Uh-huh. Grilled bear, maybe, but <laughs> but no. Actually, on on, on that note, uh, yeah, I am hoping that, that the um, next time I go away, we're going to uh, Greece, and I've promised myself I'm going to go in the sea, which again will be the first time a quarter of a century. So, yeah. oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah we'll no, see. that's really good. Keep us uh, up to date with that because I think it's you should you should get good results early on. If you've not been to the gym for a while, you've not been exercising for a while, that should mean that you get good results early on and then it's just a case of maintaining it. So yeah, it'd be good to check in on this uh, as we go forward. It has to be said, it's uh, psychologically <laughs> proving quite tricky. But but on the other hand, um, I know my grandmother uh, had uh, direct arthritis about the same age as me back in the early 1960s and she basically was told well you've got to put up with this and she spent several years sitting in a chair and a bit like I started to put a lot of weight on and then when she was 64 she had a couple of strokes and died well that seems a a very poor option compared with going to the gym so I intend to firmly go to the gym so there you go yeah the gym's not great but it's probably preferable to that yeah Yeah, definitely preferable to that and um and I, I joined a gym where I signed a 12 month contract and and everybody's going why have you done that and I said well because if I don't go it will really annoy me the monthly payments going out so yeah, I thought, I thought yeah. let's let's beat myself up with that so yeah we'll see how we go anyway okay, brilliant. En- enough of me and my gym uh, more more reports later on that one I guess but um yeah it's been a been interesting that that has for the last last fortnight or so okay so how's your uh, quest for 5g 
My quest for 5G, well, I, I just read you the text message that I had from the EE. Um, well, the, you'll remember that when I got the, the 5G SIM, uh, the first thing that happened was that although the maps showed I had coverage, they were wrong, and the maps were withdrawn about a week later. Now, there was a big silver lining in this for me, because I got a big discount on the 5G tariff, and it's now cheaper than the equivalent 4G tariff. Uh, I've actually still got to do a, a bit of number porting just to get the number of to contracts back down whether it's a job I'll do next week it's a lot easier now but now you can just text off for a pack um, so so that that was the first problem the next problem was I, I picked up a, a 5g phone that was unlocked um, but this is a little bit controversial the both EE and Vodafone have set their network up in such a way that they will only work with their firmware so if you get a, a an EE phone and you got it unlocked I don't even know if it is locked it wouldn't work on Vodafone's 5g and vice versa and unlocked phones don't work on any of them um, and if you follow Twitter you'll know that, that um, several people have been sort of coming up against this obstacle so I'm quite interested when three say that they're going to allow any 5G phone to work on their network indeed I plan on quizzing them on that question because it might mean the V50 actually gets to work so that was the first downside so so what I then did was uh, I have a, a good friend who travels quite a lot who's also into gizmos and things and he had a, a, a 5G S10 um, and he was going abroad for a couple of weeks to Italy and uh, cutting a long story short I, I have done a temporary swap with my S10 Plus for his uh, Samsung S10 5G um, which I have at least managed to prove the SIM is enabled to 5G um, because I've managed to get 5G in a number of locations although it has to be said not as good as Leon gets 4G in Chesterfield quite well Chesterfield is the, the radio centre of the UK I don't know um, but at least I can prove it gets 5G yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit of a nothing really at the moment I mean EE now say they've amended the maps again to say that I should get weak outdoor coverage on 5G um, all I can say is um, since they amended the maps on Friday I've not really had much chance to go out but I've, I've sort of drove down the road and stopped a couple of times and, and got out of the car but no sign of any 5G there I did find some 5G down at the local doctor's surgery about a mile and a half away um, but it, again it wasn't that impressive it was sort of 80 down and, and 5 up in fact, I think maybe be less than 5 up so so far the 5G sort of a thing has, it has been as we probably might have all guessed been a bit of a non-event um, but I'm not too unhappy about that what, what's interesting is I'm going to miss this it's 10 5G because it's a bit like having a note, except it has no S Pen. The size of it is, is something, and the screen is beautiful. It is just lovely. So, yeah, very nice piece of kit. And and, and if you if you set it to uh, 4G mode, the battery seems to last for ages as well. Although, obviously, oh, that's good. obviously, that's good. I'm not going to uh, to find 5G when I'm doing that, but I, I, I've sort of come, come to the conclusion well, 5G will turn up here at some point because it's literally one base station away from me. So, my guess is that it will do. Um, and when it does, well, fine, you know, I can, I can worry about it then. So, yeah, the 5G Quest is, I've found 5G, but it's, it's 5G, but not, not as we know it, if you know what I mean. It's, uh, it's not the sort of 5G of fantastic demonstrations that they're doing. Uh, indeed, I'd be very happy if I had Leon's 4G because it's, it's actually outdoing it at the moment in pretty much every place I've tried, except outside, uh, Tate Britain in London, where I, I, I got some, some quite impressive results. It was sort of, um, 50 or 60 uh, up and 150, 160 down. Clearly, there's a lot of scope to improve that. And, and I think probably there's a good chance 3 will end up being the best 5G network once they, they've got it all together because they've got that much more spectrum than anybody else. Have they? I, I didn't realise that. Yeah, if you look at their adverts, they've got a lot more spectrum than anybody else as far as I can gather. Um, but they're, they're going to have to sort out this custom firmware problem, aren't they? Because you're going to have Pixels and iPhones soon... Yeah, well, soonish launching with their 5G, and uh, obviously there's only going to be one skew of some of these unlocked phones yeah. that are going to advertise themselves as 5G, and then you don't want to find that they don't work on any 5G networks in the UK. No, it's stupid. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, you you know Brendan who's Brendan on uh, Twitter, Brendan uh, Wildline. He yeah. has tried several uh, unlocked uh, 5G phones, basically none of them work. And if you do some research into the uh, the spec. The frequencies and wavelengths and whatever are are literally world frequencies at last. Um, so the, the the spec is exactly the same. It's just that without the firmware, um, there's basically a switch that has to be enabled in in the in the software to um, to enable it to work on a particular network. And they've they've chosen to to restrict them in that way. Whether that's a, a lock or not, I don't know. 
Okay, so oh. that's certainly a concern for the moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the uh, the, the V50 I've got is a nice phone. I mean, would I have bought it if I didn't think it had a chance of getting 5G? Possibly not. Um, but, it, you know, you and I like LG, so it's not a disaster. But it, it, it to be honest as well, it also could do with a couple of firmware updates. The, the first sort of 50 photos I took with it, there were a couple where it got the exposure completely wrong. But I would just say, in fairness to it, that that could be me using it ineptly, and also it's had a, a firmware update since then, so it, it may well be the problem's now been sorted. Yeah, uh, I'd like to get a report back on uh, a, a new LG, because uh, the newest that I've got is now over a year old. It's the G7, so yeah. I'd be interested to see how the photography's shaping up, because, uh, you know, I think we've touched on it before i thought the v30 was probably the peak and then the g7 was slightly uh slightly worse i thought and then i'd be interested to see if the later lgs the v40 the g8 the v50 actually sort of come back a bit or whether they're sort of going down the same road that the uh, g7 was going down i i have to say only think on my first sort of um, playing with it they uh they they've got a bit of a way to go with this camera and to be fair i know there was a camera enhancement in the last firmware update that i haven't really had a chance to play with yet um but it's also true to say i'm slightly spoiled for choice because i've got the, the s10 5g at the moment and i've still got the, the p30 which for my sort of is a, a great option uh when i went to see my granddaughter last weekend i, I took the pixel 3 uh, and all the pictures i got of my granddaughter were great and then the pictures of uh, we were up in Yorkshire. The the town we were in was uh, Beverly, which is a beautiful town. Uh, you know, lots of lovely old buildings and whatever. And I was constantly missing the wide angle lens. It was driving me nuts. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I took that because I was going to see my granddaughter for a birthday, and that overrode everything else. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I, you know, I might well. It's the sort of time I might well have taken the V50 and given it a workout. But you don't give it a workout if you're going to see a a child who's coming up to their third birthday and, and you don't want to miss the photos then, do you? So No, it's just true. It, uh, it's interesting, that, isn't it? Whenever you know that you're going into a scenario like that, I always do tend to gravitate to the Pixel 3 just because I know that that's the most sort of um, yeah. trustworthy device to take photos with. Yeah, I mean, I mean it must be of said. people, it's, certainly. It, yes, it's people. Uh, I think that's the thing. Um, you know, when I went on, on holiday last time, I took the iPhone for the primarily the... The, the security reasons, you know, that's the phone that I've, I've nominated as the, the phone for um, SMS ID, which the banks are enforcing on us, which I think is utterly crazy, but there we go. Uh, that's a different conversation. And I took the P30 on, which I should think I took 95% of my pictures, but then they were landscapes and scenery and buildings and whatever. Uh, I took the Pixel and probably used probably 10 photos with it because I just wasn't using it for taking people. I don't, don't wander up to strangers in the street and photograph them and, uh, and I wasn't there with uh, small children or anything like that. But I can quite see if you were with family with you know, lots of family members well then you might well want to use the pixel and that it does take very nice photos of people so yeah it's horses for courses if i could mash all these phones together there's a there's a, a super camera in there somewhere yeah uh, yeah definitely. It's, it's pulling it out at the right time isn't it so there we go so that that was 5g quest yeah i'll keep up on the 5g quest wherever i go i'll find out if it's supposed to be 5g and and uh, i'll wave at it my my friend actually is coming back from italy at the end of this week so there probably doesn't have to be some horse trading done at that point but um maybe he'll let me borrow it a little bit longer maybe he won't as well but he's in the same sort of boat he he uh he lives in a, a part of the town not very far from me uh and he was supposed to be having decent 5g coverage and guess what no 5g coverage so i think he's not his collection of phones is probably smaller than mine because he's got more brains than i have but other than that we're about as stupid as each other yeah i think there's pressure to be the first with 5g or or releasing with a reasonable time frame your 5g alongside you know, putting as many masts up and as new bits of a kit and equipment up that you can to sort of give a decent 5G. So you've got two competing um, parts there. And I think uh, some of these networks have probably released 5G a little bit early so they can say they've got it and they haven't actually got the coverage, haven't put the uh, equipment out yet. No, I think that's absolutely right. And, and and I'll be honest and say it never really occurred to me that it would be wonderful and I'm really not awfully bothered about it because, as I said, I said to them, well, you haven't got coverage, you said you have. And they said, well if we give you a discount would you keep the sim and, and that actually suited me quite nicely so i wasn't too unhappy about that um but yeah we'll see it, it, it will turn up presently probably just about in the lifetime of the phones that i've got now um 
but probably we all think that it, until the iPhone's got 5G, which it certainly won't have this year, that it's probably not really going to matter very much anyway. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So there we there we go. It's 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 a bit of fun, um, but nothing terribly spectacular so far. Okay, what's next? What's next? Well, I wanted to talk about my security webcams. Um, okay. If you um, have a little look online, I've just got the web address, but it's uh, Neos, N-E-O-S, um, which is a UK company. And actually, I did a little bit of digging around with Neos because Neos um, sells a camera that actually is identical hardware to the wise cam that you can get in america and indeed uh, my good friend and your good friend andy has sent me several wise cams until this neos camera came out um it costs 20 quid uh it logs into your home wi-fi it comes with a pretty whizzy app that you can set up to geofence so i walk down the road and once i get more than about 200 yards away the cameras come on automatically uh, it uploads, it detects movement and and sound. Uh, you, you can switch either of those off. It switches automatically to infrared mode, um, and it uploads pictures of anything it detects to the cloud and sends you a notification. So, and those 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 uploads are kept for uh, fourteen days. Um, and uh, I found it's really quite quite effective actually. I mean, I've not had terribly many false positives. Um, we did have a bit of an alarming time when we were in Mallorca earlier in the year when it sounded like somebody was trying to break into our house with a chainsaw and it turned out our neighbour was having their, their hedge trimmed. Um, but, yeah, I, I've got to say, I'm really impressed. It's a, a tiny little unit. It sits there uh, and it does the job. Uh, now, Where does it get its power from? So it, I'm looking it, at a picture of it here. It seems like a bargain for 20 quid. It, but It, it plugs in. Around the back, there's a, a micro USB socket which plugs into a, a, a standard uh, USB cable. It comes it comes with a decent length cable. Um, so it's, it's basically got a flat ribbon cable that it comes with. Uh, I've got I've got one in the room I'm working in now which is uh, just plugged into my, my multiple USB power supply and disappears at the back of my printer and, and sits there looking out for somebody who might want to come and break into my, my little office okay um, but it, the, the thing that's fascinating is this identical hardware is used by uh, wise cams that, that come from america and they're, they're what i had first so i've got a combination but the software is completely different it's obviously been written quite different um and i think they both have strengths the, the thing i really like about these is the is the uh, geofencing so i don't quite get the geofencing surely i want my security cams to come to switch on when I'm not in range. Is, yeah. that, is that what you meant? Yeah, that's what I mean. You walk down the road, they switch on. You, you, walk, oh, you, oh, walk, you walk away down the road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, okay. you, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so as you come back, they switch off. Um, or you can switch them on and off manually. Uh, you know, so there's no problem. So so I get in the car, I, I basically by the time I'm just around the corner, I get a notification saying the cameras are now on. Um, and as I approach home and I'm just around the corner, I get a notification saying the camera's now on. Um, it's it's obviously done. It's done. It's linked to your phone. So if you've got a number of phones, you obviously do, you you can use the app, but you tell it not to use that phone for the purposes of arming or not the cameras. Okay. Um, uh, and so it's, this is linked to my iPhone. But the interesting thing about Neos is, if you dig into it, you'll discover it's actually owned by uh, Aviva Insurance. And equally, I think one of their their pitches, although it's not something I've done, is that they will actually give you a discount on your home insurance if you use their cameras. So um, it's a bit of a win all round. But for 20 quid, they're just amazing. And the picture quality is pretty good. Uh, like I say, they, they switch to infrared mode automatically. They switch on and off automatically. They're not horribly ugly uh so how many of the, i mean the, the, this is a weird thing you say about aviva because <clears throat> this may capture the offending burglar yeah but it i'm assuming it's unlikely to stop them oh, and well, it's, yeah. Prob- yeah. it's probably unlikely to catch them and and kind of get benefit back for aviva in terms of reclaiming it so whilst i think it's better than not having it what benefit does it give aviva i think it's all to do with people being security aware is my guess i i don't absolutely know i suppose basically you go to the website for this camera and it says would you like to get a discount on your insurance um yeah. and yeah, i mean it, interestingly enough they, they're looking at introducing other security products under the same brand okay um, in fact I'd, I'd also be i'd also it'd also be interesting to see what they class as you having enough of them because presumably one sat in your study is one thing and yeah. having 20 
you know, spread out over every well, angle of your property is probably another. Well, it has to be said, I probably have gone a bit mad with this because I, I got a, a job lot of them imported from America, the Wise Cams, which physically they're the same. Um, I've actually got four of these Neos cameras and about half a dozen of the Wise Cams. If, if uh, oh wow, okay. I mean, I mean, so every every nook and cranny is covered. Uh, then? The bathroom. Okay, that's probably uh, nor, fair. Nor, yeah. the, nor the downstairs loo. But, okay. but it does mean that when you go away, you can basically check in and make sure everything is fine, which which is nice enough. I mean, as to whether it would be any use if, if somebody actually did break in, the only real consolation is you'd be able to identify them. Um, because yeah, the, the pictures are and if they, if they were your mate, then that's good, or they were a, a notorious local felon, I suppose. Yes, I think that's the point, isn't it? You go along to the, the police and say, right, I've downloaded these videos which you can download for up to a fortnight later um, and you say, here's the person who did it. Now, of course, if the police have got the time, effort and resources, they can then do something about it. So, I don't know. It, I, I... And you, presumably you can extend that for a fee, because 14 days doesn't quite sound um, you can i don't think you can do it that way but what you can do is you can stick a micro sd card in them and have it back them all up on the on the camera but i can't personally see much benefit to that because somebody coming in just nicks the camera yeah um, yeah but 14 yeah 14 days if you, if you get broken into i think that probably is long enough to think oh i'd better download these um yeah i suppose so bearing in mind that you can log into it anywhere on the web anyway um, okay, so you might be on a one-month holiday, and uh... yeah, and you can still download it wherever you are as long as you've got internet. Connected. Okay, so so yeah, that's that's my my toy of the moment. It's about the only sort of um, smart connected thing I've got. If somebody's got a bright idea of what I can do with this Alexa-enabled plug, other than I've broke my Christmas tree lights, I, I'd quite like to hear it because I, I sit there and think I really ought to be able to find a use for this. I love technology, and then I think. Yeah, but you know, do I really need it? I mean, maybe, maybe it might be useful sort of filling up the kettle and, and and setting it off on my way home from the airport or something. The only kind of automated home thing that I think would be useful for me in terms of turning stuff on and off would be to be able to turn the oven on. Yeah, if yeah. you're half an hour away or twenty minutes away. Yeah, you probably can't can't so easily do that because of the sort of cabling required. I guess. Well, but... exactly, it's quite high power, yeah. isn't it? So that you'd have to have like a particularly. Um, you know, custom built or not custom built, but you know, uh, uh, it would have to be designed for that purpose, wouldn't it? I think you I think, just be able to add that on. No, I think my my next Internet of Things thing is is going to be a, a, a something like a, a Nest or a Hive thermostat. That's the the next thing I have in mind. But I'm just determined to find a use for this smart plug that isn't really sort of incredibly looking for a. a, a a problem rather than actually being a solution, if you know what I mean. But, um, yeah, no, I can't think of anything that I. You know, and it's, it's the only things that you'd really want to have that level of control over to me are kind of like the things that probably wouldn't be suitable for, like ovens and heaters and immersion heaters and, yeah. you know, those sorts of things. If you've just got, you know, a PC plugged in or you've got, you know, well, a, 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 you know, a food mixer plugged in, it's unlikely you're going to want remote control of it. I can think of a couple of things that I might be interested in. Uh, as I say, one is the is a thermostat. That's certainly a possibility. Um, I might well be interested in that. Some sort of ability to switch lights on and off when you're away. I mean, at the moment, I've got various lights on, time switches and whatever when I'm away. I, yeah, I can yeah, see that might be quite reasonable good. Reasonable use, I suppose, um, yeah. Outdoor security light. But then again, I probably would get a motion-activated motion one if I were doing that. Um, so, yeah, there's... Yeah, there's, there's a few things, but I, I mean, I was I was reading the other day that um, about some some of the uh, smart lamps, you can actually change the uh, light profile from bright light to more gentle light and whatever you know. So you can you can change it from if you like white light to yellow light for one for a better way of of putting it. But then I think to myself, am I really that bothered about that? No, not really. So, yeah, I'm still looking for a use of this smart plug. I'm sure it was a great idea when I bought it, but I just don't really know what I'm going to do with it. Yeah. Um, so talking of um, buying things and not having them sort of wired in yet, uh, during the last uh, Prime Day, I did actually buy some related products because I bought a Ring doorbell oh, yeah. and the Ring floodlight. So we can, once I've got those uh, all plumbed in, we can compare notes. The Ring doorbell strikes me as a good idea. The only small thing from my point of view is that, um, does it, is it, 
how does it get its power? Is it battery or is it? I think this one is wired in, so you yeah. actually have to put the effort in to wire it in. Yeah. The, the issue from my point of view there is that I've got a new PVC porch, and I just wonder how much I want to drill holes in to put a cable through and whatever else. Because I, I can do lots of things like that, but I'm not the, not the finest craftsman, shall we put it that way? Well, I think the general thing is that you get an electrician round and do it. Well, I, I say that as a general thing. That's the thing that I'm going to do. Yeah. Is just get an electrician yeah, round and get them to do it. I think that is the answer. John Belshaw's got one of these. I, I, I know they before now sent me a video saying, you know, we spotted somebody walking at the drive looking suspicious sort of thing. Yeah, they do think they're quite good. Uh, so. Yeah, my brother's got uh, the same kit and he swears by it. So um, uh, I'd be interested to see what it how it works when it's in. The, the, the one advantage for me, of course, is that I don't actually have a doorbell at the moment. So I actually get some basic functionality, even if yeah, uh, yeah, all win. the yeah. sort of smart functionality doesn't come to there's, anything. There's definitely a win there, isn't there, if you've got a yeah. doorbell? Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Be, I, this Internet of Things thing, I, get, I mean, we're getting back to 5G. I'm sure it will want to develop with 5G as well. Um, but uh, I've yet to see very many of these things where I think, oh, that's a must-have application. Now, that's probably my ignorance of knowing what's available. I'm not, not people in the concept, on the contrary. But but I'd, I'd like to see some uses for it. I, I, I've... I've I've thought about this smart plug and thought, yeah, maybe I could do this and maybe I could do that. But really, there aren't that many things that I think it's much of an advance over where I am already. I think, you know, switching the kettle on when I come home from holiday is about the only thing I've thought of that I think, yeah, that would be would be quite nice. But it's... Um, it's only kind of four minutes worth of benefit, <laughs> isn't it? Exactly. But then but then I've bought the plug now, so I might as well find some sort of benefit the out of it. The funny thing is, is that you'd switch the kettle on... Um, forgetting that it's not actually got any water in and yeah. then the kettle will sort of self-destruct itself. That's the problem, isn't it? You've got to make sure that you've filled the kettle up and left it switched on and switched the smart plug off. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's might take probably a, a bit too much preparation. Just yeah, well, the, uh, yeah. If you're rushing around to, oh, I hate the taxi's coming in five minutes and you, you know, you're you kind of guaranteed to get that the wrong way around, aren't you? But I don't know. I'll tell you what you need is a, a goblin tea's made. Yeah, oh, I used to have a goblin, you know, especially when they come up to the boil and the kettle starts rattling and wobbling. And yeah, you... yeah, I remember my mum and dad used to have this, yeah. you know, early home automation. Yeah. Uh, it would make you a cup of tea at uh, nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was the um, that was the hi- the yeah. highest of tech yeah, sort well, of 30 years ago. Yeah, I, mean, it? I mean, it's interesting. We, we had one when we first got married and uh, obviously it must have died at some point. I can't really remember when, but it didn't get replaced. So now Muggins goes downstairs to make the tea. Maybe they made... No, 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 James. Now we're talking. Maybe I can use the smart plug to boil the kettle before I go down in the morning. Oh, okay, yeah. Now there's, there's a thought. Yeah, that might that might work. Actually, you're, you're ringing a bell now because when I was at university... I had a smart plug with a, a timer on. It wasn't smart. Yeah. It was just a timered plug. And I would use that to make um, coffee in the morning. Yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely a possible use. I could go for that. Yeah, smart hot drinks. This is definitely a, uh, a a part of technology that's remained constant for the last sort of 50 years. Yeah, but you, you, no, you've, you've, you've just made my morning. You've given me something I can use this smart plug for that actually is a benefit to me because at the moment it doesn't really matter too much than getting down to make the tea in the morning. But you get to November or December and you think, oh, it's a bit chilly down here. The heating's only just come on. I mean, I mean there's a reason. You see, I, could, I just think I could be really lazy. I could sit in bed, turn up the thermostat. Ah, yes. Turn yeah, the yeah. thermostat up. Switch the, switch the kettle on for a cup of tea, go downstairs and not be freezing cold. Brilliant. Excellent work, James. Nicely thought through. Fantastic. Like well, we've achieved something this week. So I think, um, I guess we're probably about there, aren't we? Yeah, I think that could so, be a good note to end on. We've solved yeah. one of life's problems. Yeah, I can I can go away and play with my, my Wi-Fi enabled plug. Uh, assuming it'll talk to my Wi-Fi network, which is not necessarily guaranteed. Um, but if I can, yeah, that'd be great in the morning, wouldn't it? Hmm. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I shall. I shall see if I can uh, persuade my wife to uh, allow me to take over the plug that the kettle is uh, plugged into, uh, and and give it an experiment and report back. Fantastic. Okay. Well, it's been good speaking to you, Richard. And, and to uh, you. Speak again soon. Yeah. Look forward to it. Yeah. Have a good one. Bye bye. Take care, James. Bye. Now.